the common uh, thread is is or the common opinion is pay the interest at least. The reason is human behavior. The reason is we don't ever want something to blow up or for something to get out of hand. And you know, I I think there's a lot of wisdom to that. But but the point of the matter is 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 simple interest good or bad? If you're paying it back, if if you maintain the interest and each year you're just paying the same, that's considered simple interest. But there's opportunity cost because that money is going from over here over there. So okay, that's a math equation. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about simple interest, amortized interest, and compound interest. And before we jump in, I'm very excited to talk about this topic. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody that has been watching, that has been listening, that has been you know calling into our company, that has been getting our book. Like we have seen our community and numbers, um, and even team grow. And so, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Uh, we at Better Wealth are, are very, very clear that we want people to live more intentionally now and in the future. And and financial freedom is really about living intentionally. And and there's so much more to where that comes from. And I think there's going to be a theme in this episode. And so um, thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of you guys that have been sharing and that have been watching and commenting. Um, I learned just as much going through this process as all of you guys. Um, so the reason I'm doing this episode is my book, I have videos out there, and there's a lot of other pundits that will throw around terms like compound interest, amortized interest, simple interest. And I think sometimes if we don't understand context, we can just in our head say, okay, amortized interest, bad, simple interest, I have no clue, compound interest, good. I don't want compound interest to work against me. I want, you know, and, and so we just get so in our boxes and we don't take a step back and ask the question, money is a tool. Efficiency and optimization is is the goal because we want to be efficient. And we want to optimize our current situation to ultimately get to to the result that we want. And and so my hope is that we can take a step back. And and as scary as this sounds, that you can kind of crawl into my head and and understand how I think about uh, what or what I think about as it relates to this subject. So what I first of all want to open up with is the term opportunity cost. Now, all I have uh, I did some homework here, and when I just type in opportunity cost to Google. The definition comes up with the loss of potential gain from other alternatives when one alternative is chosen. It's that's uh, that can be a little bit hard to understand. Essentially, opportunity cost is if you're watching me with your and you're you're solely watching me, you're unable to watch other people. Opportunity cost says if you invest in investment A, that same money can't be invested in investment B. You miss out on on the alternative deal. When it comes to what we're talking about with simple interest, compound interest, or amortized interest, it comes down to this concept of opportunity cost. Everything has, has to do with opportunity cost. Now, opportunity cost is really measured by two things, the short-term control factor and the long-term compound factor. Time value of money is a thing, but also the value of having access to capital is a thing. Um, the reason I'm doing this video is I had a good friend of mine reach out and he said, Caleb, for the end asset, is it always simple interest or is it compound interest? This is another another question, and in and this person was was asking as it relates to paying back loans, and but but really it comes down to like okay I want to understand is it good or bad, and here's how I'm going to answer it. So I'm first of all going to just define simple interest, amortized interest, and compound interest according to Google, and uh, so we can kind of have a baseline. So simple interest is calculated on the principal or original amount of the loan. So for instance, you can have a simple interest that's earning on an investment. This could be 
um, certain CDs potentially. I know that there's certain fixed annuities um, that will pay you a fixed interest rate, but then actually pay it to you, and they they don't add to the to the principal. Whereas compound interest, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but compound interest is this combination of it's growing on the principal and interest each year. Simple interest is if you're getting paid simple interest, then they're not really um, adding the extra interest. So in time, you're just earning on the same principal. When it comes to a loan, simple interest is saying, I'm not paying the principal down. I'm paying just the interest. And so each year, the interest stays the same. You're going to be paying the exact same because your loan's not decreasing because you're just paying simple interest. So that's simple interest. Um, amortized interest is interest on an amortized loan is calculated based on the most recent ending balance of the loan. The interest amount owed decreases as payments are made. So the most common amortized loan out there is a mortgage. You could get a 15-year mortgage. You could get a 30-year mortgage. And the concept is in the first, the first month of uh, a mortgage, you're paying a lot towards interest and a little bit towards principal. And each time you whittle it down, the actual interest that you pay, even though the payment's the same, the interest that you pay decreases because the interest is calculated on the principal and the principal is decreasing as well. And so even car loans and other, other I mean, this is, is basic. If you're paying down a principal and you're calculating your interest, the interest is going to be obviously smaller from the original principal if you're paying that down. And compound interest is the addition of interest to principal um, and whether it's a loan or a deposit and it's interest on interest. So it's this combination and I've had, a vid I've had videos on this where you take that hockey stick growth and it, it, you also can have money compound against you if, you, if you're um, owing, especially we see this in credit cards and you're not even able to keep up with the interest and you have some potentially high interest rates compounding and you can feel like you're underwater. And so here's another thing that, thank you, Google. Um, the, the main difference between amortized loans versus simple loans is that the amount you pay towards interest decreases with each payment on an amortized loan. With simple interest loan, the, the amount of interest you pay per payment remains consistent throughout the loan length. All right, so with all that, I could just stop this video and we, we would still be potentially just as confused. So those are the definitions of simple interest, amortized interest, and compound interest. So how does it relate to us? Now, what in preparing for this video, I just typed into Google the definition of interest. And the second, the second uh, definition down, because one was not even the money term, it was that you're interested in other people, it said, said this, and I thought it was very interesting. It said, money paid regularly at a particular rate for the use of money lent. I love that, for the, for the use of money lent. In my book, I talk about control cost. Because I, I think what, what really helps is, is is interest bad? We first of all have to define like what is the use of interest? Well, just like anything, just like life insurance, just like 401ks, just like a savings account, just like anything pretty much out there, you can't say that hey, this is bad, this is good. So interest, I love this, um, a, a monthly uh, money paid, you could say regularly, or just money paid um, at a particular rate for the use of money. So so essentially, one of the first questions that we have to ask is, what is the activity that you are going to be using when you when you pay interest? It could be it could be on something like getting a car that you don't need, or going on vacation, or buying clothes that you shouldn't you shouldn't get, and whatever. And and that's that the use is actually taking you farther behind. 
but that use could be something that could be putting you farther ahead. And so the, the idea of control costs as it relates to paying interest, control cost is, is looking at the activity and saying, this is what it's going to cost me to control. So if we're just using a typical loan rate at 5%, because a lot of a lot of and asset life insurance loans are 5%, we're taking a 5% loan. The, the real question that we have to ask is if I'm going to pay 5% to use this capital, what what is the use? What what activity can I do that such by doing that can better better me off? And and for some people, it could be it could be real estate. For some people, it could be their business. For some people, it could be paying off high interest debt. For other for others, it could be it could be something like you know helping someone or giving money to other people and knowing that that money is costing you something. But every decision we make has a consequence. You you give someone cash that also has a com- consequence because you're no longer able to grow that money. That that comes down to opportunity cost. So what I want to do to kind of land the plane here is I want to talk about compound interest, simple interest, and amortized interest because again, I think a lot of times we we see them as just totally separate deals, but it's actually just a function of math. And what I'm going to do in this example is I'm just going to assume loans. So whether you're a client, whether you have um, whole life insurance that you're you're you have a question about your and asset whether you're borrowing from an institution like a bank this is this is math this is not is not my opinion this is math okay and so I'm not giving financial advice I'm also not saying one is better than the other I'm just I'm just telling you how I think so let's talk about compound interest first okay and in 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 this example we're we're paying loans at each at each rate so the compound interest is saying that you have an outstanding loan a principal and you owe someone some money and you have interest associated to that. And instead of paying the interest, you're going to not touch the interest or principal. So year two, it's going to compound because that interest is going to be on principal and interest. Now, people could freak out. We have we have certain people that have been clients of ours and are still clients of ours. They're like, hey, I don't want to pay compound interest. I totally get it. I totally get it. I mean, we we look at what Albert Einstein, you know, is is quoted for saying, and you know, compound interest is great for those that know it. For those that don't, pay it. Okay, we don't want to be the 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 person that's end up paying compound interest. But here's how I think: is if you have an activity over here, that's remember going back to the definition, you're you're paying a rate, you're paying something for the activity or use of money, and let's say that use of money. Is, is is getting you closer to the result that you want to go, or let's say that use of money is getting you a greater rate of return. So for example, if you're paying 5% and you're able to earn 12%, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that this, this 12% could be a, hold a lot more risk. It might not be super certain. It, it might not be a good activity at all, but the point mathematically is saying compound interest, you can't just say it's good or bad because it, it depends. And it could give you the ability to have more money in an opportunity that could get you closer to a rate of, uh, a result or get you a greater rate of return. It could also be a really poor decision um, because you could be going on vacation and do all these negative things uh, financially and have a compounding loan. And unfortunately, that's what most of America is in. So compound interest is, is going back to math. It's you're not touching the interest and it's continuing to compound. Simple interest is saying instead of you know, paying the principal, you're just paying the interest. So some of this money is going to the debt service. Is that good or bad? It, it all depends. Now, for a lot of people that are doing, you know, infinite banking or life insurance, the, the common uh, thread is 
is, or the common opinion is pay the interest at least. The reason is human behaviors. The reason is we don't ever want something to blow up or for something to get out of hand. And, you know, I, I think there's a lot of wisdom to that. But, but the point of the matter is, is, is simple interest good or bad? If you're paying it back, if, if you maintain the interest and each year you're just paying the same, that's considered simple interest. But there's opportunity cost because that money is going from over here, over there. So, okay, that's a math equation. The final area is amortized interest. It's, it could, you could amortize a loan over like two months or you could amortize it over uh, 30 years, 40 years. It's just, it's just, again, a math equation and it comes down to opportunity cost. You're paying interest and principal, okay? You're going to end up paying less interest over your lifetime in this equation. A lot of people are like, yeah, that's amazing. But, but you could also say, well, in order to do that, if all the scenarios are the same, you're going to have more money flowing to the debt and having less money over here. That might be the best decision that you ever make, but it might be the worst decision you ever make. So, so the point is this, let's, let's take a step back and let's understand opportunity costs. Let's understand that interest. Let's, let's reverse that and say, what is the control cost? Control cost, control cost. Control cost could be the good thing. It could be control costs might not get you any closer. You have to actually ask the question, what's the value of control in my life? Um, but that is, that is how I think of, or that's, that's how I think when it comes to compound interest, to simple interest and amortized interest, I see them all as a form of opportunity cost. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review and share this with the people that you know and love.